to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We're streaming on all social media platforms. So subscribe, comment, like, follow, or share. Ted, did you see um, we actually just got a message, breaking news? Yeah, it's me. What's the breaking news? So here we go. So this is the breaking news out of Major League Baseball. I know we're, st- we're going to do an NBA All-Star thing. We're going to do our annual draft. We're going to talk some baseball with Joe. I know you're going to do the whole thing. So this is what's going on right now that just came out from Yahoo Sports. The league announced Friday that the beginning of its spring training has been postponed until March 5th at the earliest. All tickets are reported to be fully refunded to fans as collective bargaining agreement negotiations continue with Major League Baseball. Here's the full statement from the Players Association. We regret that without a collective bargaining agreement in place, we must postpone the start of spring training games until no earlier than Saturday, March 5th. All 30 clubs are unified in their strong desire to bring back players back to the field and fans back to the stands. The clubs have adopted a uniform policy that provides an option for full refunds for fans who have purchased tickets from the clubs to any spring training games that are not taking place. We are committed to reaching an agreement that is a fair side to each. On Monday, members of the owners' bargaining committee will rejoin in person meeting with the Players Association to remain every day next week to negotiate hard towards the next season. And it just, you know, blah, 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 you know, players and coaches, um, pitchers, catchers were supposed to be reporting for training February 15th, which was three days ago. We know this. Trev, we'll talk more about this. MLB has reportedly set the date for February 28th as the deadline for an agreement before the regular season games start to be canceled. So so we will get into that later on, but do your thing, my brother. We will discuss that. Thank you for the breaking news. Yes, breaking news. Spring training is postponed till March 5th, so we will be talking. It so happens. Thankfully, we get to do a show where usually back in the day when we had shows, you get breaking news after we're done. That's how it usually works. But now we get breaking news. We'll talk about that with D. Joseph McGuire, who's joining us a little later on, to talk about the reputation of MLB, of the MLB currently, and what the future could look like, the reputation of MLB after this lockout. But breaking news, spring training is postponed to March 5th. But also we are talking NBA. The first week that we are not talking any NFL football since the beginning of last year, almost – April, it's been a while since we haven't talked football. So we are talking basketball. It is about to be All-Star break. Well, we've hit All-Star break in the NBA. So we will be doing, we like to do this every year as well. We like to do our All-Star draft, Keys to the Cities version of the All-Star draft, where we will have a live heads or tails for who will be Team LeBron and Team Durant. We'll pick our teams as we go. But we just started off on Sunday about talking about all-in approaches. And we've been talking a lot about that with the NFL and how teams are maybe having a different approach towards the off-seasons. We're going all-in, especially with the recent success of the L.A. Rams and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, there's also a team out in L.A., and we all know it's L.A., Hollywood. Well, they had a Hollywood ending in the football version of this all-in approach. Well, I can't say it's been a Hollywood Ending. It started off as a Hollywood beginning, but as to as it's gone, this trajectory of the LA Lakers has gone anything but a Hollywood ending. 
So let's talk about this. We just talked about the Rams going all in, getting Jalen Ramsey over the years, getting Matthew Stafford, Von Miller, Odell Beckham, you know, the list goes on, for them ultimately getting that world championship. Well, the Lakers also did that too. Back in 2019, just like the LA Rams did when they went out to go get Jalen Ramsey, the LA Lakers also that year of 2019, in June, a couple minutes, a couple months before, they decided to go get Anthony Davis for Lonzo Ball, for Brandon Ingram, for Josh Hart, and also three first-round picks, including the number four overall draft pick in the 2019 draft. So we saw the Rams go all in, Ted. They've worked out to get a championship. Time will tell if they end up adding on to that impressive start to this all-in approach. Well, the Lakers started off hot. They won a championship with AD in the first season. I know that they had the COVID issues, the bubble, and that could have maybe changed that entire season. But they still got a championship. Now that we look back right now currently on February 18th going into the All-Star break, where the Lakers currently stand, was it all worth it? Knowing that they got the championship, was it all worth it for the L.A. Lakers? And I'm a big Laker fan. So I would, a- say, I would say with the NBA, with the, if this was most teams, it would have been worth it. Because, like, for Cleveland and some of these other teams, they're not used to championships. But this is like the New York Yankees. This is the – think of the best teams in the leagues, all right, the history of teams, right? There's an expectation to win. The Lakers, one championship doesn't mean anything. They have, what, 17, 16, 17 yeah. championships? And one is never good enough. You brought for LeBron for multiple championships, similar to how he spoke about when he teamed up with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. Not one, not two, not three. That was the hope when they traded for Anthony Davis. They knew LeBron's career was not going to be, you know, a story ending. You know what I mean? They brought Anthony Davis to kind of change from Robin to Batman, and he was going to take the lead. He was going to be the next great big man for the L.A. Lakers, just like Will Chamberlain, just like Shaquille O'Neal, just like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, just like a lot of big-time Laker greats that have played for the Lakers in their history. And I know I'm missing a couple, but those are the ones that run. No disrespect, pal. Oh, never. Pal Gasol. <laughs> the list goes on. They, they, they have a they have a history of great big men. Anthony Davis was supposed to be the next great big man for them. For what has turned into the Lakers, it's turmoil. It's it's destruction. The questions now is not what are the Lakers going to do or how they're going to win, but it's more like, are they now going to trade Anthony Davis? This whole it, – it's it's a dysfunction, man. Listen, they won the title. I talked to you last night or the other night. I think part of the reason why they won was because of the COVID outbreak. LeBron, at the age that he was at, got a three-month break. He was able to come back fully rested. Anthony Davis was able to get the rest that these guys – I said, imagine NFL teams, some of the really good ones, had an extra two, three weeks of rest. I mean, they talk about it, what the bye week does for you as an NFL team in the playoffs. doesn't always benefit you, but what it does for the NBA, considering the 82-game schedule and the back-to-back, a guy like LeBron who's played in so many games, so many minutes, has devoted so much time to his game to have that amount of rest, they looked like refreshed. They looked like a team, and because there was no crowds, there was no travel for the older guys, it worked out perfect for the Lakers. At the end, though, it's not worth it because – if it was, we would not be talking about now on all networks about trading Anthony Davis and what about Westbrook and is LeBron even going to finish his career as a Los Angeles Laker? Here's the thing with this whole situation. It's, we ultimately talk about it. If the Rams, let's say the Rams, don't ever get back to a championship 
and they don't win a championship, would we consider it a success? Like, would you? Yeah, that's true. hundred percent agree that the trade, I thought this was going to be a huge jumpstart to Westbrook going back home to LA. He's an LA guy. Thought it was going to work out. It, it couldn't have been farther from the truth for the LA Lakers, but you look at the Rams, Ted. If the Rams don't end up winning another championship, it start off. It starts off great. It starts off terrific. Any you couldn't have asked for a better start to how this this whole trade and this all in approach has gone for the Rams. But if they don't ever win another championship, would you consider it a success? Yes, because the game is different. The NBA is about superstars. In the NFL, you could be, as we've seen, the Bengals worse in the division. And, and the number five pick to a Super Bowl team. We've seen it. Half the teams in the NFL that make the playoffs don't make the no. playoffs next year. The NBA, we've, we, Trev, we've talked about this. It is so superstar-driven that if you have two superstars, you're considered an NBA cont- uh, title contender. So having LeBron James, having Anthony Davis, and now having Russell Westbrook, your expectation is to win every year or be competitive. That's the Brooklyn thing. That, that's if you if I'm a Magic fan. I, the Knicks. I mean, they have the teams that don't have superstars don't have an have absolutely zero opportunity to win a championship. Go to the NFL. You don't need superstars to win titles. You need a great team. Now, of course, every team has a couple superstars. Some have more than others. But it's such a team game compared to the NBA that you don't need superstars. Lakers. You need to. All you need is two superstars. Two guys, and you can be in the NBA title contention. That's how easy it is. Now, easier said than done because you have to actually have them on your team or draft them and be lucky. I mean, listen, we, we've talked about this. Team, If LeBron goes to any team, except for a couple, though, you know, like. Yeah, Matt, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're automatically an NBA title contender. That's the difference with superstars in the NBA. Not stars. There's a difference. There's like four or five superstars, okay, well, and then there's a lot of. Great so the only reason, so the, let me guess, so you say that it would be a success for the Rams to win a, cha- so they win a championship. So you say that would be a success, okay? So the only why you say So the only reason why the Lakers, it's, it wouldn't be success is because of the name. It's because it's the Lakers. You win a one championship for the the trades that you made. I still think, yeah, it's it's unfortunate that it looks like they're not going to be winning maybe another title unless something drastically happens, which it's not going to, but to see how it's all played out is kind of upsetting to see that. Like you thought you, we really thought Anthony Davis, that rest was the best thing that could have ever happened. You a hundred percent, right. The rest for all those teams, it helped out the heat. It helped out the Lakers, especially the Lakers in that bubble to win that championship. But now that you look at what they've been, to possibly say, oh, Westbrook looks like he could be a goner. To now starting to consider, oh, Anthony Davis should be on that list as well as trade people possibilities. And even LeBron, too, that now you look back, it's kind of like, yeah, they won the championship. But you look at the other how the other players have turned out. I mean, they've all turned out to be pretty solid players. But do they win a championship with those guys that they had? Lonzo, Ingram. Kuzma, Julius Randle, D'Angelo Russell, not knowing what they were going to be currently, what they were at at that current point of time well, during their careers. I blame LeBron, though, partially for this because he's he's a GM, bro. Let's be honest. When you're as good as you are, he's a GM. So and, when a he smart, goes, and a smart, well, man. Yeah, he's, he's not smart, smart, though. He is not smart. Every team he creates is not smart. 
because every team after he creates it's smart it, for his way, won. not for the fran- hold on, not yep. for him for the franchise's part. It's not smart for his his thinking process. It is because he's thinking now and not tomorrow. So yeah. when he when he brought people in from Miami, it was all veteran players, Mike Miller and other guys that he Ray had trust. LeBron doesn't Edward. like to play with young. Young, he doesn't like to play with young guys. Experience he wants them players. out. He wants veteran players. The yeah. problem when you do that, though, is it's about now and not the future. Yep. So you pay the price up for you, – you have early success, but you pay the price later down the road. And we've seen every team that LeBron leaves after he he wins or whatever, they crumble they're, like – Yeah, they're a mess. Absolutely yeah. mess. I mean, look they're at this Cavs crash, Miami crash, and now, now they're back where they need to be, the Miami Heat. But it took some time. They got Jimmy Butler. They drafted Bama as a bio. They've hit some other pieces. They got a really good GM. But at first, when they lost the pieces that, that they had, it crumbled. And that's partially LeBron's fault. He wanted Westbrook. He wanted Russell Westbrook. You pay the you pay the pauper. He wanted Anthony Davis. You gave up all those young kids. I get it. Anthony Davis is a unbelievable talent. When he's healthy, he's one of the five best players in the NBA. The problem with him is his inconsistency and in health. He we know the talent is. What, I mean, a couple weeks ago, you see it. He's like 30, 15, and like five. But the inconsistency is the biggest problem. And his contract. No, it's not is- the inconsistency. It's the availability. Well, I say inconsistency in the sense of availability, but I agree with you on that. The stats are there. And the other problem is his contract, just like Russell Westbrook's, is going to be hard to trade going forward. I think Westbrook's uh, contract situation is going to be a nightmare for teams and hell for the Lakers to get rid of. AD, we'll see how that plays out as well. But right now for a team that had high expectations and title expectations, Boy, oh boy, it looks farther from the truth as well for the L.A. Lakers. And it looks like it could be a long, miserable season for Laker fans. Because right now, it's not looking pretty. We don't know what's going to happen. AD is supposed to be out for now another month. And they are ter- currently right now in ninth place in the Western Conference. So, don't know what to make of the Lakers. Well, I could say that this could be the only winning that LeBron could be winning this year. This season is the NBA All-Star Game. And his actual All-Star team, look, his NBA All-Star team, his current All-Star team is disgusting. He should win. It should be the only winning he has this season is this All-Star Game. We don't know. I know. His starters, ridiculous. Unbelievable. Just ridiculous. DeRozan, who has been the absolute man this year, is probably, with MVP rankings and skill-wise, he's probably the fifth best out of those guys. And that's saying a lot right now. But that's what we're going to talk about. It is going to be our annual all-star draft keys to the city all-star team draft where we get our chance to draft our own fantasy teams and be the gms of these all-star teams so this is how the rules are going to go very simple i got the quarter no heads or tails ted i have the quarter so you're the road team you get to choose you're not so you know what i always choose no do not yeah and you always win so you should consider the you should what is it? To flip it. What is it? I don't know. It. I'm playing around. I dropped it on the ground purposely because I said you would do it. Go ahead. All right. Here we go. So heads or tails? Call it in the air, my man. Heads. I got to do it again. It wasn't a good one. Oh, Thanks. my. See? Heads. No. All right. Here we go. It is. You got don't it. lie. It is, I, it is heads. Again. Heads never losing, baby. For, for your case, for your case, Heads is tails because t- heads never fails. 
for Ted. Well, really I, think, I think if we go back into the history of we've done this the past four years, I think I chose heads every time. And I think I've won every you've won, I've time. never, let's just say I've, oh, hold on. We've never, I've never had the, um, the number one pick. I don't yeah. get it. Why? I'm just editing and stuff. So you are team LeBron. I will be team Durant. And then as we go, Ted will make the selection. So Ted, you are on the clock. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know where I'm going, right? Right off the bat, was I'm going with the Greek freak. Let's oh go. no! <laughs> yeah. All right. So you're gonna write your team in. Are you gonna write? Your I'm team writing in? on the piece of paper. I'm checking them off, and we'll go down the list afterwards. We'll put them on the ticker. We'll let everyone see them throughout the show. Then we'll, like I said, we'll do our baseball talk, and so, and we'll bring in the great Joe Aguirre. The great Joe Aguirre. Okay. Okay. He's I love how we give him the name Joe Aguirre, like he's Alexander the Greater side. <laughs> We just uh, we just came up with it. We just ran with it, I guess. He's oh there I he is. is. <laughs> there he is. Yeah, I love it. It'll be, yeah, so we're gonna be doing our all-star draft right now. I love this. I'm excited about this. Yeah, Yo, Joe can give us this. Joe can give like commentary from the side, like the backdrop, like loser. So Ted so, 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 so Ted gave the all so Ted got the number one pick. Ted took Giannis onto the coupon. I That's a good number, call. That's a good call the, right there. I get the number. He's just going to be a great call. Great call. Every time. Yeah, great yeah, call. I like it. Let's Trent's God, gonna be like get him, Joe. I'm gonna, Until I'm you gonna, start saying names I don't know, I'm going to love him. <laughs> I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Steph Curry. Oh, what a surprise Ooh, there. Yeah. I'm going to go with Steph. Well, that's easy. Who's your next pick? So, so we could go really big and just dominate. But this is an all-star game, right? And bigs don't dominate all-star games. So we're going to go with John Morant. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. John I, Morant. I, I just nice. I just love his tenacity. I know he probably won't have a huge game because it's his first all-star game. But I just I could see some, like, 10 points but, like, four great dunks. You know what I mean? Like alley-oops from LeBron and, you know, some excitement. Are you gonna write your? Are you writing your team in as we go or no? I will do it afterwards as we talk. You should do it as we go. I'll do it as mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry about it. Homie. Do yours and I'll do mine. All right, perfect. Yeah, so I get my second pick. I'm gonna go with. You went with the point guard. I'm gonna go with. The big. I'm gonna go with Joel Embiid. I thought about pick. that. Michael. It's a great pick right there. Although, like Teddy said, the bigs don't really they don't really score much. In no, they game. don't. They don't. All right. So let's. So now I gotta go with my man Demar Derozan. No, I don't know who that is. So Joe, right now he plays for the Chicago Bulls. Great player. Used to play with Kyle Lowry in Toronto. He forward. Uh, forward slash guard. guard. He okay. just broke Will Chamberlain's record for like. Nine straight games for 30 points and shooting 50% from the field. And how about this? He just scored 300 points, I believe it was the last, like, 10 games with only shooting five threes. Wow. Oh, I like that guy. Where did he, Wait, where did he go to college? I feel like I remember USC. him. Yeah, all right. I remember him from college. Oh, that's good. I'm, I like that kid. All right. Uh, I'm glad it's he's always been, a, and he's an LA kid. So there was talk a couple years ago, like Trevor always wanted him to go to the Lakers back in the day, but you know things happen for a reason. Yeah, the opportunity to do it this year, and they did it. So you have, so you have LeBron, you have Giannis, and you have DeRozan. I'm gonna go with Jason Tatum. I'm gonna match nah, that up. With I don't know if I love that. Oh, okay. Come on, don't kinda, hate, don't hate. Kind of overhyped a little bit, isn't he? 
No, he's good. He's a good guy. He's a good player. He's a good young. Trust me. He gets a lot of hate. The Celtics are on a roll right now, by the way, too. So but You know, it's funny. You're really getting a casual fan take here. Like, again, I've just heard bad things about Tatum. I don't know anything about him at all. <laughs> so, I'm like, I know there's some negativity around him. You know, so, like Jimmy Butler and stuff. No, Jimmy Butler's the man. So, so I'm going to go with the Joker from Denver. Djokovic, mm. got to match the size. Now I got my three bigs. I still got, and I can play DeRozan. So. Djokovic is great. That I do know. I have noticed some of that. I was Joe. I was just looking at his numbers. He's, <laughs> I'm looking at these guys. He's averaging 26 a game, almost eight assists, and 13 and a half rebounds. So who's your like, all right? Oh, about. beast! Holy I have smokes, between dude. I have between Wiggins and Trey. So my team right now is Steph and Bead and Tatum. Do I go point guard? Or do I go another forward? Wait, who's your who's your guys? You have Curry. Well, you have to have the next two. Oh, you already have your five. I have my five: LeBron, Giannis, Morant, DeRozan, and Jokic. Because oh, all right, so I get Wiggins and, and Trey. Right, I get Wiggins so and Trey. You got Trey and Wiggins. All right, I could take that. I like that. That's fine with me. Because you don't have your big five. I do not. No, I do. Well, I mean, not your big five, but you know what I mean. Um, well, here is here is my team. Here's my starting five. How is no one picking Booker? Because we haven't gotten to the reserves. We're doing starters. Get with the program. My goodness. See? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyways, we're going to go on to the reserves. And I get the I first pick, right? His name wrong. We're going to the first pick. We're going to – I get the first pick, right? Is five Trey Young? Yes. I got Trey Young. He That's not good. Story. Huh? Uh, Top five guys. And then after this, we're going to have one of our producers for Clovercrest Media put up both of our teams, and we're going to post a poll of who has the better team. I never win this. I'm hoping I can get some respect this year, but I like to win. Nobody likes Trap. It's like Joe and it's like Joe and um Joe and Ted. They're like they they always gang up on me. I already like Ted's team a lot better. Of course you do. What else is freaking out? So I'm going to go with my first pick. Hmm, who do I go with? The first pick. You're nailing it right now, bro. I know. I'm about to bring in a game changer. I'm bringing in Luka Doncic. First pick. How's that? Yeah, I got Joe thinking now. All right. Joe thinking now. Who'd you go with? Hold on. Say that again, my brother. Luka. I took Luka. He's a beast. That guy's great. Great basketball player. Hold on. Let me just write this in. I'm writing down my picks as I go. All right, so we got Luca. So let's have some fun with this. So Uh you want to go Luca? I'm going to go D-Book. Ah, you took him from me. Nice. There you go. See, Booker got picked. You want to go real fun? You want to go real fun? Okay. I'll go back to back to back. I'll go LaMelo Ball. Boring. I'll go LaMelo Ball. What's your clown? It's an underwhelming pick. I, yeah, you know what? What else is new, Joe? Well, I thought Joe, he'd be like the last pick of this draft. I'm going with the up. I'm going. I like it. It's well, a little overvalued. Joe, you know where I'm going with this. Got to go with it, Jimmy Butler. Butler, bad. There it is. Oh man, Trevor, this is not looking good, bud. Are you kidding me? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, this thing's taking a hard turn towards Teddy. Of course it is. What else is new? I'm going to go with <laughs> Zach Levine. 
solid pick. Yeah. Best yeah, you could do at this point, player. really. You know what, Joe? I, this is why I don't need you in right now. <laughs> well, I don't yeah. need this. This is not what I need. I need, I, I need positivity, damn it. Just to, just so everybody knows, I was asked to come in and provide commentary. I didn't ask for this. I did not ask for I was sitting patiently in the green room waiting. You, uh, Joe, you asked I, for this. I brought you in. So, Joe, I we're going to make this. Joe, I'm already ready to go because I'm already thinking, right? Oh, I, want, I want scoring. I want playmakers. I want off the bench. I want Donovan Mitchell from the Utah Jazz. Oh, baby. yeah. Look at this. It's all, it's all over. Your it's a formality at this point. It's, it's a, a formality. Kind of <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So, so you still got Jared Allen. You got Gobert. Garland, I'm going with Jared Allen. Oh, all right. I need Jay some. I need. I need the big man, athletic big man. The home, can, home guy. The home guy. Yeah, and he's a good rim protector. He, he's like I like. I like yeah, him. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I need to. I, I, I got a lot of athletic. I have a lot of athletic guards looking at my team right now. I need some. I need some height. I need some. Yeah, money. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Then, if you want to play the height game, I got to go with someone who's young, athletic. Now, you would think. Oh, I know. We're going to go with Carl Anthony Towns, baby. We're coming oh. to your town. We're I can't believe town, he's baby. even still available at this point. Unbelievable. <laughs> I love Joe. Joe's commentary is legendary. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> That is late value right there. That That's is what I'm late, talking about. Late Big value. time playmaker on my team, baby. Coming to your town right now. Your I'm bench, with, your I'm bench going, could be a third team. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going with a guy that has been actually a huge bright spot for this team. The reason why they are high in the Eastern Conference standings currently right now, and it's Darius Garland, good three point shooter, another hometown Cleveland guy. I'm taking that. I'm taking a hometown. You're taking guy. all the Cleveland guys. You know why? Because they're losers. Yeah, how's your magic doing, buddy? Don't worry about it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to mm -hmm. take my banana boat friend, Chris Paul, a true leader in the backcourt on the second team. He's a LeBron guy. Bring me CP3, baby. I love it. You throw a Hall of Famer on there at the end just to complete the roster out. I mean, that is the leadership. I'm the going experience. with. Are you, are you done? So yes. there's four guys left. There's Rudy Gobert. Chris I'm Gobert. going with the point guard out of. The San Antonio Spurs, Deontay Murray. Great young star for a team that's rebuild mode. I'm going with Deontay Murray. I'm going big uh, guard-centric right now. This is the all-star right. game. We don't need the bigs in here. Bigs are a waste. Well, you're going with Murray? All right, yeah. we got Murray. So he's going Murray. You know where I'm going? I'm going to the NBA champ. I'm going up north. I'm taking Chris Middleton, baby. That's what we're going to team up the dynamic duo of Giannis and Middleton, and we're coming to your town. All right, then guess what? Good luck with Rudy Gobert because I'm taking Fred VanVleet. Well, I know that. I had to allow that. I had to give you someone good. Can't take all the good picks. Dude, I'm a very, I'm a very guard centric team right now. Gobert. That is the team. So, did you write your teams down? Because I'm all done with my uh, teams. Oh, I'm, I'm good, good, baby. I wrote them all down. All right, so I want you to put. I want you to post. I want you to actually yeah, yeah, do yeah, it yeah, now. Yeah, I'm, I'm all over it. I'm typing them in right now as we talk. You're, you're behind on the eight ball. What else is new? Ah. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Hold on. We're gonna make it like. Did you this. put the we're names gonna, in everyone? Yeah, I put. Yep. This is how it is. Look in the bottom now. You can tick it if you want. Look here. It is. It's ticking away. Steph and B Tatum Wiggins. There's my team. That is the team. 
That's a that's a guard centric team right now at its finest. There are no we have Jared Allen, a solid young rim protector. We also got Embiid who can shoot it from anywhere on the court. My team is loaded. This is the best team I've ever drafted. Well, this is a good team. I got a lot of I got a lot of great guards. Come on, Luca, that's game changing. You even heard Joe's reaction. Joe was a little. Fa- I think he was in favor of moving time. Yeah. So Joe, LeBron, Giannis, Morant, boring. DeRozan, Jokic, Booker, Butler. The, the thing that screwed me, the thing that screwed me, I should have taken Jimmy Butler. I wanted to take Jimmy Butler, and I took well, LeBron. That's what Butler. happens when you're not thinking. Mm. Yeah. Not enough yeah. water. Drink more <laughs> well, of that you, water. That's what you need. You know what? So these are – no, don't keep Ted. <laughs> keep it as a ticker. We're going to do it. We're going to keep it as a ticker. That's what, but this is how we're going to do it. So we have the teams. We're going to post them. I want to get – I want to have CMG get a, a, a side-by-side of our teams, of the names, and then we could post a poll to see who has oh the better team. You put who do down. they like more? Is it Team Ted, as in Team LeBron, or is it Team Trav, Team Durant, who wins Keys to the City's All-Star Draft? So that is it right now. We're going to switch over. The reason why Joe Aguirre has been on, and he was going to wait until we finally said, you know what? Let's bring him on for some commentary, which was not needed because of his. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Ted Keys, for doing that. Because of his hateful, hateful remarks towards not giving me any, any confidence, any sort of confidence. He just always bashes my teams. How do you feel about well, that, Joe? Well, you know, I told you this some time ago that no matter what team you pick, I'm going to always pick the opposite. Why, I don't know why, why is that? Why is that? I don't know. I told you, there's something about Teddy. Just, I don't know if it's his eyes. If it's oh, his I have eyes. Dude, it, Joe, we know love it Joe, the beard, the, the beard gang. I know. Sorry, bud. You no, like Maybe you, you and I just look too much alike. You know what I mean? I see yeah, too like, much of you, too much of myself in you. We're like, we're like, we're, we're like brothers. It's yeah. Um, but I know what team that we should all be on. We want Team MLB back, and that's what's going on right now. We want Team MLB back. And right now, I don't know if you knew, Joe, if you were away, breaking news we had before the show, spring training postponed till March 5th. So with that most likely going into the season, we will have maybe either a shortened season as of the way things look right now. It's either going to be a shortened or the worst possibility, the worst outcome having a no season in the MLB. Joe, did you see the beginning of the show? Did you happen to hear what I had with the Yahoo breaking news? No, I I missed the first, like, two minutes. That's okay. So just came out, like, literally, like, whatever. How long have we been doing the show? 30 minutes. Came out 30 minutes ago from Yahoo Sports reporting that right now spring training games are postponed and canceled. Um, Fans will get full refund for their tickets. It's already built in. If – Major League Baseball and the ownerships do not come to an agreement by February 28th. They will start postponing regular season games. So they're supposed to meet on Monday morning. They're supposed to meet every day next week to come up with an agreement. But MLB has made the the deadline February 28th to start. If there's not a decision or an agreement by that date, regular season games will be postponed, which, you know what, at the end of the day, who cares? Baseball shouldn't be played till May 1st anyways. Who the hell wants to see a game in the snow? So, you know what? Maybe you'll see less injuries. Maybe you won't. But 
Hey, maybe Gary Sanchez can work on his hidden skills that well, much longer. All kidding aside, <laughs> no, all kidding aside, I want to have a serious thing about this in the sense of can we have this go a little longer than 15 minutes? Why I say 15 minutes? Because that's how long these big-time higher-ups met yesterday in the MLB. It was a 15-minute freaking interview, a 15-minute meeting. 15-minute meeting. Some segments on TV – Go longer. Yeah, we're on the toilet for more than 15 minutes. Well, you're on the toilet for sometimes more than 15 minutes, especially now with people being addicted to their phones. You're always staying on the toilet for a little longer than 15 minutes now. Like, what are you doing? That's that's how embarrassing, ladies and gentlemen, that it's become for the sport of the MLB of baseball right now. And it's all because we have stubborn people, as we always talk about with these lockouts in any sport. It's people, it's always ultimately comes down to money. So, Joe. When you're looking at this, this current situation that's going on and what the further damage could be to this league already kind of feels like dying league in our country because how many people are just into baseball as much as it was back in the day. So what is the rest, reputation of the MLB currently and what the future of the MLB after a possible lockout to you? Well, Good for the players that it's a lockout because so much for the greedy players, because what this labor dispute really is boiling down to now is guys like Aaron judge who come out of the gate, Juan Soto, uh, who controversially apparently turned down $350 million because he's looking at $500 million down the line in two years. He's super too. He'll be eligible to make 16 million next season. And and probably will surpass the 27 million Mookie Betts got a few years ago uh, in his fifth year. So, dude, that guy probably stands to make 500 million as long as he continues to perform and stays healthy. We've seen, and you remember a few years ago when we talked about Neil Walker, and I talked to you guys about Neil Walker, a professional baseball hitter, couldn't find a job, eventually settled on a three million dollar contract, and right like. How much better is Neil Walker than a guy I could pay six hundred thousand dollars to? You know, and and one would argue, you know, the, these guys have slowly went from being underpaid to just completely unemployed in favor of paying younger guys. And mm-hmm. and and again, when you got a guy who's a superstar, you know, Chris Bryant, Glaber Torres, Miguel Andujar, all guys who they sat on. And manipulated their service time like that. You know, when you're negotiating with a union and you're manipulating service time publicly and insulting people like, no, that's not why we're doing it. We just feel like two more weeks of this guy hitting minor league baseball is going to make a big difference. So the this is this just goes the, the owners are very greedy. They're always looking at ways to take advantage and manipulate the system. And the union is holding firm here. And and as much as I I hate that and I and I hate the fact that baseball probably is going to get a late start here, I don't think that. I mean, they're so far apart right now. A fifteen minute 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 meeting yesterday, again, just goes to show we're nowhere near having fruitful discussions at this point. And so, Teddy, I, this is really bad, and it's it's another black eye for baseball who just can't get it together. No, I agree with you. So I was talking to Trevor because Trevor wanted to talk some baseball, and I was letting him know because, you know, I've been following a little bit more. They're on their 78th day of lockout. The second longest day in history, yeah. in MLB's history. So here's the thing. 
people don't want to hear about lockouts when it's millionaires and billionaires because like you know i was telling trev i'm like oh the regional water authority to me just went from quarterly payments to monthly payments and you're like oh that's good no it's not so now they charge me a service fee every every month so they just, i'm just i'm getting screwed I'm like i'm the middle guy i'm trying to pay for this and that and you, you try to make ends meet and you're trying to pay for the meat down the street and everything keeps going up in inflation and then you got millionaires and billionaires fighting over money and no one wants to hear about that the regular people like us don't want to hear about that we're just trying to get by every week to you know pay the bills and make sure your kids have good education and food on the table whatnot but i do understand i told trevor i said there's a reason why people have unions all right now some it's uh, sometimes it's to protect the losers who can't do the job right. But, you know, hey, listen, it is what it is, okay? Unions have been a crucial part of the United States and the history of where this country is at. And I get it because I'm glad you brought up Chris Bryant because I was trying to interrupt you, but I'm glad you even called his name out. They were talking about Chris Bryant yesterday on the Michael K show. Do you know that he missed one year of free agency by one day? So his rookie season, the, the Cubs had kept him down long enough and didn't let him play by one game. And what that one game meant was he was not qualified for a full season, which meant they still had him under the arbitration and rookie deal for that extra year. So he missed free agency by one year. Now you would say, well, that's no big deal. No, it is a big deal because one bad year could change the difference between $100 million and a $300 million contract. That's the difference. I mean, you think about Aaron Judge. What's he been on the, the team for like six years? And he's still making $500,000. I mean, I know he's making more than that, but the Major League Baseball, I just got in front of me. So here's one of the new proposals. The unions has asked for 80% of the players with two years of service time to enter arbitration system down from the previous request of 100%. Currently, 22% of second-year players known as Super 2s enter arbitration. So then there's a lot more other stuff that re people really don't want to get into in numbers. And it really has nothing to do with us. At the end of the day, we're fans. We want to see Major League Baseball. We want to enjoy America's pastime. We want to see the great players play. I, in a way, I don't mind that it's getting pushed out a little bit through April because I don't want to watch guys playing in the cold and maybe risking injury in, earlier in the season. Hopefully these guys are staying in shape and doing what they're supposed to do. It might but, but I will say this, though. I'm agreement with, and I'm agreement with the players. Like – we talk about football players, right? You get the rookie deal, then they could franchise you and franchise you, and then they could just cut you whenever they want. And you have no respect. And if you want to talk about unions, the Major League Baseball union is one of the strongest unions in all of unions throughout the United States, and especially Major League Sports. And the Major League Baseball players know that the last arbitration deal that they did, they got screwed. They did not hold up. The Major League Baseball players have to hold strong. Now, yes, they're going to lose money, but you know who's going to really lose money? The owners, when they start losing money and they start losing ticket things and revenue and people start doing showing up in concession, that's when they really start to make deals. These players have to stay strong. I understand that we look at a guy like Mike Trout and say, he got $400 million. Unbelievable. But you're not thinking about the other 25 guys on his team that are getting $1.2 million and getting arbitration. And, and the, Here's a perfect example. Joe, maybe you'll remember and then Trevor will let you go. Do you remember the situation that happened with the Seattle Mariners last year? They had their number one prospect. And he was supposed to go up and there was some controversy and the Mariners and organization, I believe the GM or one of the guys got fired because there were things that they were trying to hold him down just so they could get an extra year or two of arbitration and like control of these players. And by, and then you become Aaron judge at 30 years old. And then who the hell wants to pay you $300 million for six years. If I'm the Yankees, I go, I'm not paying Aaron judge. I'll go wait for Juan Soto in a year or two. He's only 24 years old. You don't realize that he's only 24 years old, 23, 24 years old. 
Why pay Judge, who's got injury prones and is going to be 31, 32 years old, this $300 million contract when you guys got like Juan Soto and someone else? Like, so, you know, for every guy that like Aaron Judge, there's a younger guy that's missing out on opportunity. And it's a big thing that these major league baseballs have to hold strong. And hopefully for our sake, though, we do get baseball back sooner than later. And, and that's the thing. we They need to have baseball back. Like these people that want baseball back in this country for it to be have at a successful rate, like the NBA of the world. Like, I mean, the NFL is in a league of its own, but having the success of the NBA and with hockey coming back to ESPN. And I don't know the actual the ratings for hockey as it is compared to other sports leagues. But I know it's got to be having some success being back on ESPN, but not having baseball. And then as average fans like us, baseball fans like us, yeah, we, we just want it back. But for the fan that's like trying to figure out if they want to watch baseball or the ones that just don't care about it and then see something like this, they're like, it gives me more of a reason not to watch or it just sways them away from this because you're like, why do I care about baseball? It's a boring sport on top of it. And then you got the NBA, which is exciting. You got dunks, you got the highlights, the way they you know, hype everything up with the basketball. And then football is just, like I said, it's in a league of its own. You're always going to be intrigued with football. Baseball has got to do something and they got to figure out soon because right now with the way this is going and how it's going to impact into the season, you just don't see it. It's it's different now. It's different back in the nineties than it is now because people just lose interest like this nowadays. And this is a sport that's already has lost interest throughout the country got to be the third probably the third most pop i don't i don't know like i said rate rate of viewership it's got to probably be either second or third it's second still hold on nba, NBA yeah. is still second i'm looking it up right now but um universal <laughs> dh yeah, i think that's gonna help I think that's going to help baseball. Listen, can I say, I wish I had the stat. It was on Instagram the other day. It was like major league pitchers last year were average batting average was like 108 with 2,058 strikeouts. And they were like 150 for like, I don't know, like 1,500. Now, listen, I know it's been on forever, like the way they do things. Guys, we're in 2021. Stop living in the past. Change the things. No one wants to see. I don't want Garrett Cole hitting. There's that doesn't make baseball. Don't tell me. Oh, it's part of the game. It's called this and that. No. Just stop. like there's there's like there's unwritten rules. Just like there's so-called unwritten rules in baseball, too. So we all know it's not true. If you if you're a baseball fan, you want to see guys who can still play baseball, have their careers extended. And why limit them to half the, half the teams? If I'm a player and I'm like, listen, I'm 30. I'm here. Perfect example, Giancarlo Stan, Aaron Judge. These are guys that in a couple years could be universal DHs because you want to keep them in the lineup. And if there's no DH, what do you do with them? I, I, you, They're too good of hitters. Guys like Bryce Harper, guys like down the road, who have, they can extend their careers because of this, it's better for baseball. But I almost wonder, Teddy, if ownership doesn't want those guys, those now one-dimensional, because of money, you know, two forty hitters with forty home runs. Is that Joe, guy really worth well, Joe, thirty-five Joe. million a year? You know what I mean? I, I mean, I think he is. But can can you see why that job? I mean, that Joe. job is a high-paying position on all competitive teams, right? Well, here's my question. If you're Brian Cashman, you're the Red Sox, you're the Mets owner. No, I, I'm using the Mets because they don't have them. So you got a guy like 
the big polar bear, right? He's not the greatest first baseman, right? But your team is better when it's in the lineup. But you have a guy like uh, what's it, Dominic Smith or uh, Dominic Smith? He, yeah, he can play first base. He's a better first baseman. You want that big guy in the lineup. I don't want Degrom. I mean, actually, he's actually a pretty good hitter. But let's use Garrett Cole. We're we're the Yankees, right? Do I want my three hundred million dollar pitcher up at bat? He first of all, he has no value to me up at bat. The only thing he could do is pull a muscle or get hit with a baseball, which means he's out four to six weeks, which is detrimental to my team because he's, if not the most valuable player on my team. I, and I, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, I think you your pitcher can hit if you feel like he's the best option that you have. Dontrell so, Willis used to. They used to he used to bat seventh C- because C- his ability C- to hit. C- C- was I was going to say, yeah, dude, CC was good to bat. Uh, Zambrano was a pretty good Bum hitter. Gardner. He wanted to be in the Homer Derby, remember? Mike Hampton, dude. Mike, Mike Hampton. Hampton was, uh, no, yeah. No, 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 come on, Rick and Keel. Oh, wait. What's that <laughs> other guy? Um, Babe Ruth. Um, no, Otani. <laughs> Same difference. Oh, right? yeah, Otani. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, next yeah. Babe Ruth. Oh, what I was going to say is, too, Jeff Passon makes a good point. Remember when this happened in the 90s when they had their lockout? The reason they got saved and the reason why steroids. people started watching baseball was because of steroids. And now this whole thing that happened a couple of weeks ago, but now they're they're going to now allow – not allow – they're not going to test for steroids anymore. Is this back to the 90s? Are we going back to the 90s and trying to hope that people are going to watch? I just think it's a different time zone. I think it's a t- different time. If they're the going to do it, they better have better steroids because I need someone to hit 80 homers. Well – That'll get America back well, on, the, on the thing. bandwagon. Gary Sanchez, baby. Now, we only talk about Major League Baseball, but let's think about the, the, the young guys. Think about the guys in the minor league system. They want to cut the whole minor league system. These are guys that have, tr- for you know whatever years of their lives, have been trying to get to the top of the mountain. To be able not to compete and even have an opportunity, it's like, yeah, I want this job. Now you can't even get an interview. That's... It's not fair. It's not right. And to not see and some some of these Yankees, the Yankees have some of the like brighter prospects in and triple A, single A, double A, and stuff like that. So yeah, to see the minor league system possibly getting eliminated is yeah, that's that's no good. This is no good from baseball. It's not a good look. It's not a good look on baseball at all, though. Oh, well, look, you know, not, not for nothing, but I mean, who else has the minor league organizations that Major League Baseball has? I mean, no the NBA didn't even have a developmental league until a few years ago, right? So football doesn't have one. Yeah, there's nothing in football, right? You go college to the pros in baseball, right? There's a lot of development. I mean, college, the Yankees, single, the Yankees I think, had 11 minor league affiliated teams a lot of them were half season teams but that's a lot and i think for major league baseball if they're subsidizing some of this i could see where listen i'm fine with them paring it down and i look there's a lot of teams um that that have joined that have lost affiliations that have joined independent leagues and while the strike is going on that actually might be good or the lockout that might be good for those teams because people do and and I don't know if you guys saw this a few weeks ago. They reported on a lot of these teams that lost their affiliation last year. Some joined independent leagues. Some created their own leagues. They did really well attendance-wise. I mean, people really wanted to come out and watch baseball, and, and they, they had that opportunity. 
And because you didn't have the affiliations anymore, these teams were sort of freer to just sort of be themselves and be a little bit more about the town that they were in. And they had a really, a couple of teams did completely go under, which is unfortunate, but I would say about 95% of them, uh, things have actually gone well. Major League Baseball would be smart to obviously to continue to maintain a relationship and subsidize it somewhat, but the other problem is a lot of owners of minor league teams. I mean, they're doing it because it's a money maker. They're not doing it because they want to develop major. Like they don't care. Yeah, they don't. It's always about money. Well, well, at the end of the day, this is all about money. And here's yeah. the other thing, Trev, you said it. The longer major league baseball sits out, the longer they fall behind the other major league sports. NBA can even increase their, increase their profit. Now, but some people say, hell, hell with anything, I'll just go do something else. Because some people just hate the NBA. Whatever, that's your prerogative. Everyone has their own respect. But here's the other thing. NHL could get a prop from this. You know what I mean? So Major League Baseball, who used to be the number one rated sport in America in the 80s, has now finished to third. And if they don't keep it up, they'll be fourth. Teddy, we're like, what, a month away from March Madness? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the NBA playoffs start, and then well, go on Joe, for like the, three the months. New football league, the new football league on Fox USFL, the old league. They've been they've been pumping that out with things. So you're gonna have another football league by April. Listen, people love football. So think about this: there's no baseball in April, and that football league comes out. The ratings for them will jump off the roof because there'll be nothing really on TV other than the NBA. A lot of people won't watch the NBA, but people watch football. The XFL did really good ratings for the first couple of weeks and then kind of tipped off, but they still held pretty good rating considering what the level was and there was really no fans. Imagine now fans, teams, football, people just love football. So well, people want to get is, out too. Listen, you've got just the worst part for baseball. I mean, you're going to like this, like the liberal states are ending their mask mandates. It's time to like get back to it. And in typical major league baseball fashion, they're, they're, they're just, they're, they just never do anything right. Like the super bowl's over spring training. And instead we're talking about a lockout because they don't want to pay Neil Walker $7 million a year. You know, they, they'd rather have uh Juan Benitez making 656,000. It, it's, you know, it's idiotic. And, and, when, when you look at teams like the Pittsburgh Pirates that are perennially not contenders, the Detroit Tigers, you know, teams where they, they, they get a cycle of two or three, four good years and then a decade of being garbage, what, what do you want from these fan bases? What do you want from the fan bases when, you know, the last five or six seasons, it's like, well, the Dodgers, the Cardinals, maybe someone out of the, out of the East, Yankees, Red Sox, Astros. That's all baseball's been. Yeah. You're an Orioles fan for the last 20 years, dude. On opening day, you're like, we're no chance here. Are we are we 40 games out, 50 games out? Let me ask you this. So, so listen, Major League Baseball, like they, you gotta get this thing together. The salary cap has been an utter and complete failure. Yes. The 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 teams that are poor have not taken the the money that they need. And invested it back into the team. Most of these teams are pocketing that money. I told you guys a few years ago, famously, the Kansas City Royals went and repaired the water fountains with the money they got from revenue sharing. Rather than go out and get a couple of starting pitchers, they decided the water fountains needed repair. 
So, you know, look, they 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 need to put a better structure in place here, but telling teams they can't spend a fortune to put the best team they want on the field is is stupid. It's going to hurt football. I mean, my goodness gracious, we don't even know the cap number yet, and you're talking about like 20 teams are already over the cap. Which makes me like, I don't know, guys, maybe raise that son of a bitch. Well, well, if, if everybody's way over it, maybe your cap is stupid. Can I can I say one last thing, Trev? I know you want to close up this show. Here's the other reason why it's also a killer for the players. There's still a lot of free agents, guys. And Big time free agents. they don't know what team they're playing for. So yeah. you got to build camp. And here's the other thing. Just use Aaron Judge, for example. You can't do any contract extensions, any arbitration, anything right now with the Yankees. You don't know what it is. You don't know any of the ballpark numbers, and you're not really aware of where the free agents are at. You got to see where everyone else's numbers are at. So all that negotiation stuff, you know, the question is, Aaron Judge going to be a Yankee for life? I don't know. I mean, listen, you you want him, you, you love him, you know he's a great player, but he's going to be 30, 31 years old. How much are you? He's not going to get the 300 million. Let's let's face the facts. He's not getting 300 million. He's going to get somewhere around four or five years for about 150 million dollars. That's where I think his number is at. I think anything more, you're pushing it, especially considering, Joe, like what you were just talking about, salary cap and money and everything else that's going on with Major League Baseball. Let me ask you this quick thing before we uh, head out. Your current percentage right now, will there be a baseball season? What would be your percentage? Oh, 100% baseball season. I just don't think it'll schedule on time. I think we're looking at a late, probably like a two- or three-week delay. So you're looking at maybe the start of Major League Baseball season instead of being in April, probably the last week of April, right before May 1st, which for most teams might be more beneficial because of the weather. Instead of playing the Detroit Tigers in a 30-degree snowstorm in April 5th. I say it's summertime. Yeah, my my prediction is is, and I just think that they are so far behind. Yes, I I don't. I don't see this. Yes, yeah. Go ahead, John. I don't. I don't see this resolving for at least another month or so. That's how far apart. So then you're thinking baseball season's not starting until mid-May. I think baseball's not going to start until roughly July one. Yeah. I think I- spring training will begin roughly the second week of June. I, I really do. I think that you're probably looking at like at least the next six weeks of contentious battles because here's what the owners, there's only 32 owners or 30 owners. Yeah. 30 owners in this one. Okay. Um, there's a lot of major league baseball players. We got 750 some odd baseball players. Okay, Uh, active, active uh, roster, right? Uh, Throw the 40 and and, uh, times 30. That's 1,200 players. Okay. Um, Who's going to yield first? You you mentioned it before. Who who collapsed in the last one and and buckled under the pressure? Players. It's always going to be the players because you know what? There's always those guys that don't have the financial security that are always going to be pushing. And here's the other problem right now. You got guys in there. Like uh, like Zach Britton of the Yankees, and I think Jacob Degrom, or one of the Mets pitchers that I, I forget which one, but it's somebody who's making like thirty million a year. Okay, you got a few of those guys in there. I think uh, Kershaw is another one who's very active in the union. You're talking about guys that are financially secure. Telling some of these young guys, 
right, that are barely hanging on to the majors making less than a million dollars, like, we've got your best interest at heart, and it doesn't feel that way for those guys. And, and no one's no one's taking care of those guys, and, right? Yeah. And so eventually those guys start to they start to lose the faith, and that's when the whole thing falls apart. And I, again, I think you're you're going to find that Major League Baseball is going to bring them a presentation in a couple of weeks. The union's going to go back, and the players are going to be very split. The players who are financially set have a different mindset than the guys, you know, who are in that eighty percent that want to be super twos that aren't going to qualify. Mm-hmm. So it, this thing is ugly, but yeah, but, I think yeah. it's going to. A hundred percent agree with you, Joe. That's how I want to just finish off. Like Ted, you say, "Oh, I don't think it's going to be that." I think they'll start soon. Ted, we just had a longer segment that they had an uh, in-person meeting. Just take that in consideration with the state of baseball right now. Fifteen that's minutes. Be the, that's got to be the promo today. <laughs> Fifteen minutes, literally. That's all it takes, I guess, for big-time higher-ups to have a meeting and cancel and say goodbye. We just had a longer segment than those higher-ups, by the way. Well, so baseball's good- fought. Baseball's far apart from anywhere, any sort of action happening. The good news is they'll jump in right after the NBA champions crown. So it's not the worst thing for baseball. Just pick it up from there, write it out in the October, and then everyone will ignore you for football immediately. We'll see what happens. It's All-Star Weekend in the NBA. We'll be talking about All-Star Weekend recap. And we're talking about the second half of the season because there is some good basketball. That Eastern Conference is dynamite. It's been dominant. It's been it's been really, really consistent from top to bottom. And then we'll be talking about NFL. There's a lot of quarterbacks. I don't know if we've heard, but there could be a quarterback carousel this coming offseason. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about some Giants. We'll talk about some draft. We've got a lot coming on in the next coming weeks. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Keys of the City. We're streaming on all social media platforms at Keys of the City. So comment, like, subscribe, or share. You can check out us and many more podcasts at CloverCrestMedia.com. Clovercrest Media presents Keys of the City. We are out. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcast and cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.